This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. Forget dark alleys and cemeteries. For some, the gym is the scariest place of all. But it doesn't have to be. With a personalized plan and expert coaching, Anytime Fitness can help make the gym less frightening. Get more for your gym membership than machines. Get personalized support anytime, anywhere. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. See website for details. Today is Wednesday, May 12th, 2021. On this day in 2017, a ransomware cyber attack was launched, one that would ultimately infect more than 200,000 computers in over 150 different countries over the course of four days. The incident shut down hospitals, communications services, and even government offices. Welcome to Today in True Crime, a Spotify original from Parcast. Due to the graphic nature of these crimes, listener discretion is advised. We advise extreme caution for children under 13. I'm Vanessa Richardson, and today I'm joined by our guest hosts, Loey Lane and Snitchery from Internet Urban Legends. Their show dives into the bowels of the internet to explore how the impact of viral stories have come to haunt our society. Lowy and Snitchery will discuss the deeper effects of the cyber attack while I'll cover the narrative. Thanks, Vanessa. We're thrilled to dive into the fascinating story of the WannaCry cyber attackers. Absolutely. Now let's go back to London, England on Friday, May 12th, 2017, just before noon. A young anesthesiologist at England's Royal London Hospital slurped down the last bit of his curry lunch and tried to check his email. That's when he noticed something was wrong. He couldn't log into the hospital system. He groaned. The National Health Service was infamous among its employees for using outdated PCs and decades-old operating systems. He was about to file a complaint when a friend in IT rushed up to him. There was a virus spreading like wildfire across the hospital's entire network. The doctor checked his computer monitor again. The screen had gone blood red. In the upper left corner, there was a flashing lock icon. Under it, a message read, Oops, your files have been encrypted. Another message demanded $300 of Bitcoin to decrypt the damaged files and unlock the computer. The anesthesiologist's watch alarm sounded. He didn't have time to deal with a virtual virus. He was due back in surgery. He scrubbed in, masked up, and made his way into the operating room. There, as he adjusted the lever that capped the patient's anesthetic supply, he overheard the surgeon arguing with a nurse. She couldn't record her notes on the surgery. The computer in the OR was dead. Before he'd even finished scrubbing out, his supervisor notified him that the rest of the day's surgeries were canceled until further notice. A cyber attack had torpedoed the hospital's network. Five major East London hospitals had downed systems too. 
Meanwhile, a secret tribe of hackers worked feverishly to develop additional strains of the virus. Like Lightning, they embedded their code in zip files and sent it out to users worldwide as an email attachment. By nightfall, the ransomware virus, identified as WannaCry, had spread throughout Europe. It breached systems in the United States, South America, and Russia. Russia seemed particularly hard hit as its interior ministry reported approximately 1,000 infected computers. Because the virus spread through more Russian email accounts than in any other country, security researchers theorized the WannaCry attack originated there. As the virus took down major systems worldwide, analysis discovered the attack was more of a random operation, not the targeted ambush they'd previously assumed. Whoever created the malware was non-discriminant. They wanted to steal from anyone and everyone with an email or computer. The band of hackers wasn't actively trying to cripple the world economy or take down significant grids. But once they released the virus, such consequences became inevitable. WannaCry was ransomware, designed to spread quickly among computers that shared the same network. Once the virus encrypted data, a pop-up appeared in 28 different languages, demanding a ransom of $300 in Bitcoin or up to $600 US dollars to unlock each file. The malware was particularly effective against Microsoft Windows systems that had failed to utilize its most recent security upgrade. While the company had released its latest security patch update eight weeks earlier, not everyone could upload it. If a computer user failed to update their system, WannaCry facilitated a rapid spread to all the other vulnerable computers on the same network. But that wasn't all it could do. The malware also included a backup virus called Double Pulsar. Double Pulsar allowed hackers to gain deeper access to an infiltrated computer once users thought their PC was safe. While it all may have seemed just like a bunch of mechanical jargon, the virus had real consequences. England's National Health Services staff was locked out of its computer systems for four days. 48 National Health Service trusts reported hospital disruptions, blocked surgeries, or downed pharmacy systems. The NHS facilities had to divert their most critical patients to other institutions. Most hospitals depend heavily on tech connected to the internet, like radiology equipment. Without such tools, they can't treat or protect the patients under their care. Though a dozen English NHS hospitals were shuttered during the WannaCry attack, no deaths were linked to the outbreak. Still, security researchers say it's only a matter of time before more crippling attacks wreak havoc. Coming up, we'll hear about the reformed hacker who saved the internet from the WannaCry attackers. Wayne Simmons spent 27 years undercover for the CIA. When he retired from spy work, he got a big break. Terrorism analyst on Fox News. Then he met Kent Clisby. So I'm a real CIA guy. This is total nonsense. I'm Alex French, and I'm here to figure out who's telling the truth. Was Wayne Simmons a spy, or was he nothing but a con man? 
Imposters is a Spotify original from Parcast. Follow and listen exclusively on Spotify. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. Forget dark alleys and cemeteries. For some, the gym is the scariest place of all. But it doesn't have to be. With a personalized plan and expert coaching, Anytime Fitness can help make the gym less frightening. Get more for your gym membership than machines. Get personalized support anytime, anywhere. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. See website for details. Now back to the story. On May 12, 2017, WannaCry ransomware spread like wildfire through computer systems across the world. The virus froze thousands of public services, including medical resources and communications utilities. The only way to get rid of the virus was to send cryptocurrency to the tune of up to $600 to a secret band of hackers. My guest hosts, Lowy and Snitchery, are going to take over from here to discuss the attack's ripple effect and how the whole thing was put to bed by an unlikely hero. Thanks, Vanessa. The cyber attack infiltrated dozens of countries, but it was particularly damaging in Russia. The country's Ministry of the Interior, its banks, railway systems, and mobile phone service providers all struggled to bounce back. In China, the educational system was thrown into chaos after thousands of students couldn't meet the ransom requests. Those who could afford it paid the money to restore their systems and finish their projects. WannaCry locked patient files at Indonesian hospitals and crashed police computer systems in Andhra Pradesh, India. Spain's largest telephone operator, Telefonica, also fell victim to the attack. While several companies were obviously at risk, health services faced legal liability for their lack of preparedness. The inability to substantiate medical care, process payment, and pay staff caused massive problems. The internet needed saving, but security organizations had their hands tied just stopping the virus from spreading any further. There was almost no plan to help those who had already contracted the malware. Then a 22-year-old reformed hacker appeared on the scene. Marcus Hutchins discovered a secret kill switch contained in WannaCry's code. If triggered, he could deactivate the ransomware's global threat in seconds. The shy computer nerd had been coding since he was a teenager. From his childhood bedroom in his mother and father's rural England house, young Hutchins tripped the switch and exterminated the virus. Hutchins was immediately hailed as a hero among the techie world, though his hacking history led to concerns from the FBI. The virus had already demonstrated that there was good reason for concern. The internet was indispensable for modern life. Vast numbers of people depend on the web for information, communication, health services, transportation, and just about everything else. While the rapid advancement of technology can be fascinating, it can also be dangerous. The WannaCry cyber attack made one thing crystal clear. If we're to continue using technology for our most vital needs, we must work harder to protect ourselves against large-scale security threats. I'm Vanessa Richardson. Thanks again, Loey and Snitchery, for joining me today. Thanks for having us. Don't forget you can find our podcast, Internet Urban Legends, exclusively on Spotify. 
Today in True Crime is a Spotify original from Parcast. You can find more episodes of Today in True Crime and all other Spotify originals from Parcast for free on Spotify. We'll be back with a brand new episode tomorrow in True Crime. Today in True Crime is a Spotify original from Parcast. It is executive produced by Max Cutler, sound designed by Juan Borda, with production assistance by Ron Shapiro, Trent Williamson, Carly Madden, and Bruce Katovich. This episode of Today in True Crime was written by John Levinson, with writing assistance by Terrell Wells, and fact-checking by Cheyenne Lopez. Today in True Crime stars Loie Lane, Snitchery, and Vanessa Richardson. 